I'm angry. I'm spitting mad, actually. I feel that becoming Elizabeth has taken the Me Too movement, thrown it on the floor and stamped all over it. This was an opportunity to educate and instead we've ended up with a trashy romance. Guru. Hi, Claire Ridgway here. I think most of you know me, but if you don't know me, um, I'm the author of around 12 Tudor history books um, and I'm a historian as well. And I know I said that this series I'm doing presently would look at each episode of the Stars series Becoming Elizabeth and consider how close to history it is and point out inaccuracies and educate about the real history behind the story. But today I'm going to focus on one particular storyline because to be honest it's all I can think about after having watched episode two. Perhaps later in the week I'll have calmed down enough to talk about the rest of the episode. We live in hope. Last week I mentioned how concerned I was about where the Elizabeth and Thomas Seymour storyline seemed to be heading. It was all rather predictable, really. I think my worst fears are being realised. What is a historical example of harassment at best and sexual abuse at worst has been made into a heady romance. I know that a historical series doesn't have any duty to accuracy, it's not like it's a documentary, but I am disturbed by the choice they've made with this series and the opportunity that I feel they've wasted. One of history's biggest Me Too moments has been romanticised and made consensual, when testimonies from witnesses point to inappropriate, shameful and scandalous behaviour from a man in a position of trust and power towards a girl in his care. Episode 2, You Can't Keep the Birds from Flying Over Your Head, begins with that man, Thomas Seymour, acting rather oddly. He seems to think he's a cockerel and he goes striding around the house dressed in a shirt and breeches, making cockerel-type noises and waking up the household, kicking the servants and just going around the household making these cockerel-type sounds. And this includes Elizabeth when he goes around the household. He goes into her room unannounced, she's in bed and he pulls back the covers with Elizabeth's governess, Cat Ashley, pleading him to stop and he tells Elizabeth to get up. But he manages to charm them all, even the rather cross Catherine Ashley, by announcing that he's just being a cockerel. It's portrayed as funny, a bit weird, but funny, and not at all focused on Elizabeth. It's the whole household that are having to suffer this. Elizabeth smiles coquettishly as he leaves the room. However, the next morning, Elizabeth disappoints him. She and her ladies are all dressed and have begun the day before he can wake them up. Then we have Thomas telling Elizabeth that she hasn't just taken up residency in his household, but in his head. And later he calls her out of her class and gets very close to her, nose to nose, and touches her bosom as well, the part of her bare chest above her gown. And when Elizabeth accuses him of playing games, he points out that he'd be risking his neck if he were. Then, after an episode where Elizabeth shocks everyone by shooting a stag and finishing it off by cutting its throat, 
all by herself, very unseemly for a princess, very dangerous for a princess. We have a scene between Seymour and Elizabeth that had me nearly throwing things at the TV or perhaps even nearly throwing up. Seymour wakes Elizabeth up with a hand to her mouth. He leads her out of her chamber to another room away from her sleeping companions. And then he pretty much seduces her by making out that he's undone, he's dwarfed by her magnificence, he's completely under her spell. He tells her how she could well ruin his life, but that he'll effing let her. He kisses her and then she grabs him and kisses him passionately. He puts his hand under her smock and asks her permission and she doesn't stop him. When he carries on and her breathing becomes heavy, this sounds quite pornographic now, doesn't it? He says, would you like me to stop? She says no and tells him that she thinks of him all the time. This episode, this session of heavy petting is portrayed as passionate and consensual, as two people who desperately want each other, who have very passionate feelings towards each other. And Seymour only doesn't go further because he says that he wants to ration himself with her. Ugh, it's just horrid. It wouldn't be horrid if they were the same age and if it was truly consensual in history, but the real story isn't so romantic. In 1548, when this really happened, Elizabeth was 14 and Thomas Seymour was about 39, 40. He was her stepmother's husband, the man in charge of the household. He was in a position of trust. He should have been rather like a father figure to this girl who just lost her father. And instead, he preyed on this girl in his care. And for the record, Thomas wasn't striding around the house pretending to be a cockerel and waking up the household. He was using a key to unlock and enter a 14-year-old's bedroom in just his shirt, no breeches, and a man wore nothing under his shirt. That was his underwear in Tudor times. And Elizabeth was in bed in her nightwear. And that was just a smock, the female equivalent of a shirt. She had no other underwear either. According to Catherine Ashley, who witnessed his behaviour, Thomas would touch Elizabeth on her back and buttocks. And another time he tried to kiss Elizabeth, who was in bed in her smock at the time. What did Elizabeth do with this? Did she grab him and kiss him passionately? Well, no. She didn't welcome this behaviour. When she heard his key sound in the lock, Elizabeth would run from her bed to be with her maids. When that didn't seem to help matters, she started getting dressed earlier so that she wasn't in her underwear when he came in. Does that sound like it's a consensual relationship? Nope. I'm so angry that this historic tale of harassment or abuse has been treated this way. This man was a predator and should be portrayed as such. I'm sure he was dashing. I'm sure he was a charming rogue. Catherine Ashley found him attractive and charming at first, and I'm sure Elizabeth did. But he preyed on a vulnerable girl. In March 2021, according to the Independent newspaper, a YouGov poll of more than 1,000 women aged 18 to 24 in the UK 
found that 97% had been sexually harassed. It included women who'd been groped, followed and coerced into sexual activity. Ask any woman and she'll tell you that she's had a bad experience or that someone close to her has. Now I know that Elizabeth and Seymour were living in the 16th century and attitudes regarding age and sex were very different, but this was a scandal then too. Catherine Ashley reprimanded Thomas Seymour for his behaviour and she reported it to Catherine Parr. I don't want to move too far forward with this story, but Catherine Parr did eventually send Elizabeth away from the household and then Elizabeth had a truly awful summer. She suffered with ill health, being afflicted with migraines, irregular menstrual periods, digestive problems, jaundice and anxiety attacks. She'd been separated from the woman she saw as a mother figure, a woman she loved, and she'd been abused by that woman's husband. I can't quite imagine how powerless, how manipulated, how traumatised that girl must have felt. And this series is making light of that, passing off something that harmed that girl as a romantic affair. It's sick and I'm so very angry. This is not a fictional tale. These people were real and I believe this series has done Elizabeth a huge disservice. An episode in her life that must have shaped her feelings towards men and her trust in people has been made into a romance. It's very, very sad. Now, do you fancy discussing this episode with me and a group of other Tudor history lovers on Friday? Well, perhaps I might have calmed down by then. Do you want angry soapbox Claire or do you want karma Claire? I'm not sure who's best to discuss with. Well, you can join me. I'm doing a weekly chat room chat discussing each episode of Becoming Elizabeth over on my author website, claireridgeway.com, as part of my online Elizabeth First event. The event kicks off properly in September with talks and live Q&A sessions from some of the very best Tudor historians, but we can't wait till then, can we? So we're discussing that iconic queen now. We're doing it on a weekly basis as these episodes there. I'll give you the link to register for the event so that you can join us in the chat room. And I do hope you can join us. It's always fun to talk Tudor. We're doing it at the moment on Friday evening. So you've got plenty of chance to watch the episode first. So you will find the link in the video description. That's where you can register and then you can come and join us and we can dissect this series together. I hope to see you. Take care. Bye-bye.